Welcome to the Geneva Center for Security Policy Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Vallée, Associate Fellow in the Global Fellowship Initiative. As you all know, on the 16th of June, 2021, Geneva hosted the first in-person meeting of President of the United States, Joe Biden, and President of the Russian Federation, Vladimir Putin. This was the first in-person meeting of the two leaders since Biden's election to the presidency of the US. It was a summit which generated a lot of interest, a lot of coverage. Over 3,000 journalists uh, converged on Geneva for uh, what was billed as an important and historical landmark meeting uh, that was in the line with uh, previous US-Soviet meetings in Geneva in 1955 and 1985. Much was expected and much was on the agenda for uh, this meeting for which the uh, Swiss government played host. During the day, the GCSP joined uh, the array of commentators for this uh, event by constituting a specially dedicated newsroom in which we coordinated a lot of the views of our different experts and relayed also interviews uh, given to the uh, local and international press. We've also produced a series of uh, video commentaries, virtually live, to uh, offer on-the-moment comment especially following the uh, two press conferences that the uh, leaders held separately in the evening of uh, June 16th before uh, they uh, returned to their respective countries. So today's podcast is a little bit particular because we've decided to uh, rebroadcast some of these views to give you, of course, what our experts see as the important takeaways uh, from this summit. Our first speaker was also, of course, a speaker on this podcast a few weeks ago. I'm talking about Mr. Marc Finot, the head of uh, disarmament and arms control activities at the GCSB. Here's what he had to say about the conclusions reached by the two leaders. The main success of of the uh, summit is that it it could be held. Both presidents uh, could meet face to face with their teams. Uh, Apparently, they're both satisfied that the the climate was constructive, business-like, no hostility, um, and they did address all the contentious issues. And so that in itself is is a good sign. Now, obviously, the expectations of a major breakthrough or agreement were very low, and this is confirmed. There is one... uh, Important point, however, is this uh, joint statement reaffirming the Reagan-Gorbachev doctrine or principle that a nuclear war cannot be won and therefore should not be fought. Now, it it seems like something uh, usual or expected, but in the current context of tensions, of risk of escalation from conflict, and in, in this arms race to uh, include uh, categories of nuclear weapons that decrease the, the threshold of use of nuclear weapons and increase the risk of use of nuclear weapons, this is a much welcome statement. Now, the, the, the other aspect is the announcement of a new process of discussion, negotiation to presumably replace the New START Treaty, which has been extended for five years, but maybe with a a bigger ambition, because this is about strategic stability. Now, the experts, the diplomats know how to read between the lines. So this is, of course, about 
uh, arms control, reduction of existing stockpiles, but also tackling and reducing the risk of use of nuclear weapons, and, and of course, all related technologies, including conventional weapons that some believe are destabilizing, uh, the uh, defensive systems in addition to offensive systems. So a, a major ambition. Now, of course, as we know, the devil is in the details. So we have to know how the, the teams that will meet hopefully soon and maybe in Geneva will uh, address all these issues, will work on the, the venue, the agenda, the content of the negotiations. But in, the, in itself, it's a very encouraging development. Of course, on the other issues, the, the regional conflict, uh, Ukraine, uh, Middle East, cyber security, uh, human rights, uh, all these issues, again, it's good that uh, they had a chance to address them directly, frankly. There is another uh, important achievement, which is this decision to, to have some dialogue, some discussion about cybersecurity, because the security of both states is really at stake. And of course, it has major international implications. But on the other uh, issues like Ukraine, obviously, there is a reference to the existing frameworks, such as the Minsk Agreement. So it's good that Hopefully, this, this will be revived and finally implemented. Our next speaker was also a guest on this podcast, and she, of course, already spoke precisely about uh, some of the uh, issues that would be discussed on the summit. I'm talking about Ms. Alexandra Matas, uh, the head of effective governance uh, at the GCSP. She is now uh, speaking up to uh, give uh, a bit of a Russian perspective on the takeaways from the summit. Today's summit was held in a context of deep relational crisis between Russia and the West. The US and Russia have diverging views on numerous issues, and the level of mutual mistrust is significant. However, following and based on President Putin's press conference, it appears that both leaders have managed to achieve constructive discussions and have agreed to continue dialogue on several topics. First of all, both leaders have committed to reassign their respective ambassadors to the host countries. This step is key for the stabilization of relations in times of crisis, as diplomatic contacts need to be intensified. Secondly, an agreement to halt consultations between the Russian Foreign Ministry and the United States State Department on Strategic Stability and Arms Control has been reached. This possible outcome of the summit was predicted by many experts, including the GCSP experts, prior to the meeting, as the need for such dialogue is urgent and not only for Russia and the United States, but also for the international community as a whole. Cybersecurity is another area where both countries agreed to hold consultations. However, no major breakthroughs seem to have been achieved on the topic of Ukraine. The Russian call to implement the Minsk agreement remains unchanged. Both leaders seem to have an understanding of 
each other's red lines and acceptable rules of behavior, both very important in this highly confrontational situation. Further discussion on red lines are also expected to be on the agenda of the future dialogues between the two states. President Putin said that he had no illusions with regards to Russian relations vis-à-vis -vis the United States. He, however, mentioned that, generally speaking, both leaders understood each other and that the talks were positive and cordial in tone. Taking into account the progress which was made on a number of international political issues, and given the highly moderate expectations voiced out by the expert community prior to the summit, I believe that we can deem the meeting of these leaders a success as framework for future dialogue was agreed. The director of the GCSP, Ambassador Thomas Greminger, provides the third perspective on the Geneva summit. The third US-Russia summit in Geneva is history. We cannot properly assess yet if the results of the summit are indeed to be considered historical, but there are a few preliminary conclusions that we can draw. One is clearly that uh, the atmospherics of the conversation was very positive. Uh, the two presidents met each other with a lot of respect and they uh, had a, quite a long two-hour one-to-one conversation, which is normally quite a significant indicator for uh, a good uh, constructive atmosphere. What we can also assess at this stage is that the two have identified a number of areas uh, in which they intend to cooperate, uh, to intensify, to launch cooperation in the months to come. And uh, once we see the, the concrete results of these cooperations, we will then also be in a better position to judge the real value of this summit. The areas that have been identified uh, are partly the expected ones, uh, among them uh, strategic stability, that implies political-military issues, disarmament, nuclear, perhaps also non-nuclear. The two presidents referred to a detailed list of items that they have identified for these talks and an intention to institutionalize them. That's important. Cyber was mentioned as an area where they would want to continue with expert talks, uh, bilateral expert talks, uh, not least to identify red lines, meaning critical infrastructures that cannot be uh, the target of an attack. Other areas where they want to work together in the months to come are uh, Syria, in terms of establishing a humanitarian corridor. Uh, the Arctic uh, was mentioned. There was an allusion to cooperation on uh, climate change, so uh, quite a list on areas where dialogue can be resumed and uh, cooperation with concrete practical outcomes can be uh, achieved. Again, it will have to be seen, and, and President Biden also uh, said so very clearly, uh, what will be the outcome of these processes in, in the next few months. But I think an important first step 
has been done today. The two met, the two talked, uh, and this in a very polarized environment, and, and they did identify areas where they want to cooperate, despite of an overall uh, very complicated and confrontational bilateral relation. Our fourth perspective is provided by Dr. Jean-Marc Rickly, the head of global and emerging risks at the GCSP. So what uh, the importance of the Geneva summit is that it allowed a resumption of dialogue uh, between Russia and the United States, uh, which had reached the lowest point in terms of relationship since the end of uh, the Cold War. So the expectations were not high, but still we managed to have a uh, John communicate that mentions that our shared goal is to ensure predictability in the strategic sphere reducing the risk of armed conflicts and the threat of nuclear war. And it goes on to say that uh, they, Russia and the United States will embark on an integrated bilateral strategic dialogue in the near future that will be deliberate and robust. Through this dialogue, these two countries uh, seek to lay the groundwork for future arms control and risk reduction measures. I think that the two takeaways of this meeting are the following. First, there has been a resumption of um, the, the dialogue that will uh, materialize with each uh, ambassador uh, returning to the posting in Washington and Moscow. This is very important because this is part of diplomacy. The second key takeaway is really about uh, managing strategic stability and uh, preventing conflict escalation. In terms of strategic stability, uh, the two countries have committed themselves to work on nuclear uh, weapons. Uh, they highlight the New START Treaty, and maybe that could be the springboard for a further agreement in arms control. Obviously, uh, for the United States perspective, uh, they would like probably to include China in any future negotiation. Another issue of interest in terms of strategic stability is cyber security. And uh, during its uh, press conference, uh, President Biden mentioned 16 categories of uh, critical infrastructures that should be off limit in terms of uh, cyber attack. Potentially also this dialogue will lead to discussion about emerging strategic technologies such as artificial intelligence as well as hypersonic uh, weapons. In terms of conflict uh, management and uh, prevention of conflict escalation, discussion relating to uh, the fate of Ukraine, but maybe also Libya as well as Syria will be part of a future agenda. So overall, no major breakthrough, but uh, probably history will tell that this summit uh, was important in actually stopping the, the spiral towards non-negotiation and non-dialogue between Russia and the uh, United States and initiated a new dialogue that will actually foster a more strategic stability and prevent future uh, conflict or conflict escalation in the future. And finally, for once, I have to introduce myself, uh, since uh, I also uh, spoke uh, to analyze a little bit of the style of uh, the two uh, different uh, press conferences which we had on the evening of June 16th. 
So we had two different conferences in style, which reflected, I think, both the characters of uh, the uh, respective individuals. It was very telling to see Vladimir Putin in a sort of a very uh, formal setting indoors and Joe Biden in a uh, rather more informal setting out of doors and even shedding his jacket at one point. And uh, the two men's characters also uh, came out, I think, quite uh, clearly in, in their demonstrations. We also got, I think, two different uh, impressions from how the um, how the summit went. The, the one point that connects them was that they uh, explained that the uh, discussions had uh, been uh, formal in tone and uh, to quote Joe Biden, had never been strident, and uh, yet actually touched on a number of subjects on which we clearly saw in both the conferences the uh, uh, amount of disagreement. Uh, now, uh, it may seem that it uh, uh, constitutes a difficult material to progress on an improvement of relations in the short term. What we've mainly been informed about has been the return of the ambassadors to their respective capitals and the decision to roll over the New START treaty for five years, uh, though that still leaves it to be renegotiated. On most of the other subjects, on cyber, on the Arctic, on Ukraine, on Afghanistan, there was basically an exchange of views, but it's very hard to yet see where any common ground is because both the parties have been sticking to their positions. Well, as you could guess from the ample commentary that was generated by the summit, uh, there are many conclusions that can be taken from uh, this meeting in Geneva on June 16th. Nevertheless, a lot remains to be determined. So I hope uh, these commentaries will have helped uh, you form and inform uh, your opinion uh, on this matter, and that we will be able to uh, return uh, to uh, this uh, important discussion of bilateral U.S.-Russian relations in the future, and also in a lot of other GCSP activities uh, once we will uh, resume in the uh, later future. So I'm afraid that's all we have time for uh, today. So I want to thank you listeners for joining us this uh, week. Thank you also to our commentators for joining us on this program. Please join us again next week to uh, hear more about issues of uh, peace, international security, and international cooperation on uh, Anchor FM, on Apple iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify and on SoundCloud. Until next week, I'm Dr. Paul Vallée for the Geneva Center for Security Policy. Thanks for listening and goodbye.